0: Okay, today's duff, we are now, we learn daf chet, and we begin from the, so now the second parak. So it says, ma'sha What can someone do with masasheni? It says, nitan l'akhila u la sicha. So khila is eat, in other words, you can use masasheni either for consumption, so eating, drinking, or s'icha. And s'icha is rubbing on one's skin, because we generally say that what's is like a khila. If the Torah says you can eat it, then it means you can drink it, and s'icha Rubbing on one's skin is absorbing in the body, which is literally like shtir. We're going to see how all this really makes sense by some talking, but we'll get there. And then it adds, lechol lechol, l'asuk l'asuk. So what that means is, there are two important points that says when it comes to lechol kol And that is, the first is, is that you're only required to eat it that which would normally be eaten. So point number one is, if, 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 if uh, you've got master sheni bread and it goes all fungusy, it starts spoiling, then you're not required to eat it because people wouldn't eat bread in that way. Okay. That's point number one. And number two is it has to also be, you have to eat it in the way it's normally eaten. So if someone wants to take wheat that's Master and start chewing on it, people don't usually chew on wheat kernels. What they normally do is they grind it, turn to bread, et cetera, et cetera. So it has to be eaten the normal way that it's normally consumed. Those are the two points. What it means. <laughs> And then when it says, mm-hmm. rubbing on the skin, one is what one is normally rubs on their skin. It's like the mission says. One, you, people don't usually take wine or vinegar and rub it on the skin. But what you can do, people do take oil and rub it on their skin. So that's a permissible use of Masashini. Okay, then it continues. So there's two different denim. The first is you're not allowed to, um, Mefatem shemin that's where you take uh, oil and you add very spices and herbs and things like that to make it uh, smell nice. Now the problem with that is, is through the process the oil get absorbed in these besamim, and you're going to lose some oil through the process. I read the He says, <speaking in Hebrew> "Sorry, not that one. The no, previous one." So is um and they, absorb, they will end up absorbing the oil. And he's besumming eventually. You, you discard them. Therefore, you, what you're effectively doing in the process is wasting Ma'as So that's why you can't mefatem, Shemen of Ma'as But also you cannot use Ma'as money to purchase Shemen Mefutam That's already spiced. Now you're not losing any Ma'as because this is oil that's already been made. Now, the problem with that is because you're not allowed to purchase things that aren't Shaveh Lechol Nefesh, meaning the only people that have got um, spiced oils are people that are Mufunakim, or, or the actual Lashon here uses slightly different, Okay, it's maybe a bit nicer way of saying it. Um, and also, that's number one, that's not Shaveh Lechol Nefesh. And furthermore, it says, Um Mokhrin the the Rabbi Chaim says, the Rasulah says the same thing. And they're usually sold for much more than the real value is. And therefore, nimtam masasheni. Therefore, you're effectively wasting masasheni in the process, so that's not a permissible use of masasheni money. Okay, that is that's why you can't have Shemin Mufutam. Aval, what you can do is mafaten at What you can do, you can make spiced wines. Okay, because you're not losing wine in the process like with oil, and you discard it, um, and therefore it is permissible. Okay, because those spices usually added to the wine are consumed along with the wine. That's a different story of explains it. Yes. Okay? Okay. Fine. Let's continue. Um, abal, uh, sorry. There's a question if it's Natan or Nafal. There's a different explanations here. But let's say what happens is you, you add oil and very spices to this wine. And it improves the value of it. Now you want to be pottered. You want to potter this uh, this wine. The wine itself is masashani But you've also got Chulin in it. And the question is, what's the value of the Master Shaini. Let's say the wine was worth, say, $2, and all the spices that you added in were worth $1. But the incre- now it's, it's not going to be worth $3, this new spiced wine you produced. It might be worth $4. The question is when you redeem it, do you redeem it for the $2 potentially? Do I redeem it for $3 because it's gone up in a dollar? What do we do? We say, cheshbon. What we do is we say, yeah, well, it's going to be $2, but the Shevach will be proportional. So we so using our example, that increase in value of a dollar was had contributing factors. You had the master Shane and the Khulin. And the, in that dollar, two-thirds of that increase in, it was due to the master shaney So it's effectively now you have to redeem, using our example, for the value for two and two-thirds of a dollar. Okay, that's that's kind of how, that's the value. In other words, the increase in value will be proportional to the contests that were added. Um, similarly, Dagim Im Kaflutot Shell Let's see if you got some fish that were cooked along with kaflu tot or masasheni. is a type of leek of masasheni. and then there was an increase in value. Once again, a the increase in value would be proportional to the contents, the original portions of the proportions of the contents that were added. However, what if you did something different? What if you got a bread of mass, dough masasheni? And you've used wood, there was an expense, and there's a certain value in that wood to fuel the fire. Do we say now that, let's say, using our example, the dough is worth, uh, let's exaggerate the example once again, the dough was say worth $2, used a lot of wood, the wood is worth $1 to make this beautiful bread. Now the breads increased to $4. Do we also look at the, the contents proportionally to see how they contributed to the increase in value? In that situation, we say no. We do not do that. All the shevach goes to master Sheni. We don't look at the contribution. Now, why is that? Um, let's just just to make this clear. He says, "A shevach etim says, It's because there's a difference here when you've got when, before when you had uh, some wine and you added uh, honey and spices and things like that to it." The contribution of the chulin is nikar. You see it in the end product. You can taste the wine. You can do that. However, the contribution of wood, yes, materially you might see the dough's right risen, but you can't, it's not nikar batochapat. It's not recognizable within it. That's why we say we don't start looking at the proportions and contributions of the chulin here. <laughs> so that's that's the general rule. <laughs> Anytime the shevach is recognizable, like in the case of the wine, then we look at the proportional components to see how they've each contributed to the increase in value. And then we want to redeem it. That's how you calculate it. any <laughs> time the contributions are not recognizable in it, we say the shavach goes to Shane. Masasheni. Okay, fine. Let's look at the Gemara. So now the Gemara now is going to spend time, most of the pretty much the rest of the year, is trying to understand what the reason or the sources is that when it says Masasheni Tanlechila Vashali Siha. I made some assumptions. I she says, well, Shtia is like achila and Sikha is like Shtia. But what's, when we see this, this is where the Gemara fleshes it out. So the Gemara says, now, nah, master, she nitan l'akhila. This is what we said in Amish. Now, so nitan l'achila, that's obvious. We know you meant to eat it because the Torah says so explicitly, she katul And that's because the Torah says, manatata nafshecha, like we said, you can use it whatever you like, But b'chol asher tish'alcha nafshecha, so it says quite clearly it's meant to be for eating. <coughs> what about lishtiya? Well, bechla So that's the principle. Drinking is like eating. Okay. Where do you see this from? So we're going to see a number of attempts to try and prove it. The first is Rabbi Yonah. Rabbi Yonah It says I can. It says in the Torah, it says in, um, <clears throat> in the, in the Torah, it says, There's an issue to not eat blood. Now, how do you eat blood? Blood is a liquid. So the assumption would be that consumption here is that it must be drinking. I'm drinking the blood. And none the, the Torah says, you know, let eat it. So you see that the term achila also encompasses drinking. So, so how else do you want to resolve it? If you want to assume that there is a way one could physically eat dam, how would that be? In If you're talking about blood that is actually congealed and gone solid, well, that's how could be. But that cannot be. Why? Because there's dam shekeresh. Blood that congeals is not considered food or drink. Now, the assumption of that, right, when it says not considered food or drink, mean you would be chayed if you ate it. Okay? So therefore, when the Torah is saying you for eating blood, it must be drinking. Simple as that. But the Gemara says, Ela it must be the blood as it is. So you see that drinking is considered eating. So the Gemara says, no, but we've learned elsewhere. If you take some chaleb, which is part of the forbidden fats, and you turn it into a liquid, okay? Melt it down or you it and drink it, or or you get blood and congeals and you eat it you still violated the prohibition of the Torah against having eating forbidden fats or or drink, or eating uh, or having blood. So you see explicitly there's another brayter that says that no if it is even in a congealed state it would be chayiv and that's how you can understand the pasuk. So therefore what we now we're left with a kasha but one second. What does he do then with the brighter that says, Damshakeresh? Take out Rabbiana here. But what does he do with the, with, with the brighter that says, is not That's something else entirely. I mean, he's not talking about the, it's not considered food or drink that you wouldn't be chayv if you ate it, because you would be chayv if you had it. But rather, it's trying to say that the laws of tumat ochlim and tumat mashkin don't apply. Meaning, tumat ochlim in order to become tamer itself. Food has to be defined as food has to be nechshav ke'ochel and not to become food. And also, mashke has also other chumras of tumah mashkim. For example, that if it touched food, liquids, there's xerah on it. That if it touches um liquids, it to end up ends up um, becoming a the tumah. There's xera. All these various laws that apply to mashkim. So what it's saying is, if dam congeals or or this got the chelev ends up turning uh, liquefies, then we say there's not said ochel or mashke. For the laws of Tuma and Tara, but it's still us So therefore, it's, we, going, let's not lose track where we are. Therefore, the Pasuk where says, where it says, it could be talking about a solid. It could be talking about the blood that was congealed. So you don't have a proof. Okay. So what's the next point? What's the next attempt? He learned this as follows. It says, clearly in our Pasuk, this is a Pasuk from we're learning from. It says, that you're allowed to, um, Use this money for whatever you, uh, your heart desires. Okay? Or So, Manan kaimin. So, what is the case? Now, what's important to understand is in this Pasuk, it also talks about liquids. Yayin and Sheikha. Okay? So, and it says that what you can, what you should eat it for Hashem in the base of So, therefore, it, the assumption would therefore be, what are we talking about? We're talking about wine as a liquid on its own, and therefore, the Torah is like a chilah, so is like chilah. So it says, what's another way of understanding it? It could be if you're talking about where you've added wine to a Tavshil, a cooked food. And therefore, you're now eating it along with the food. And therefore, it's considered Achila because you're effectively eating that wine because it's contributed to some sort of solid a cooked food. Maybe that's what the Torah means. Hello, But it was said, hello Hatam Pagamhu. But adding wine to certain cooked foods, you'll see in a moment that there are others, adding is, uh, is porgen. It is ruining the flavor, and that would be an inappropriate use for using Master Shani. So I can't be talking about that. So the Rabbanan and says, no, it could be Tifti Be'ilin, or Zain or, or, or Zanaya or the Gamzuzinaya, um, which is Kolatafel Achila Kachila. He says it could be talking about these other known cooked foods. When you add wine to it, it significantly improves the flavor. And therefore, it's oxidu And that's a permissible, therefore, it's a permissible use of Master Shani. And therefore, when the Torah is talking about Yain and saying it might literally be meaning Achilla. It doesn't have to be talking about because they've been talking about where it's added to these foods. So again, we don't have a proof where Achilla can necessarily be talking about Shia. Okay. Rabbi Yossi Shama Lamin He says, I want to look, I'm going to teach it to you from the laws of. Um, shvur, it says as follows. He says ochal the achal Let's say someone makes a shvur that he will not eat, and then he achal v'shata. Now here we have to do the shino girsay. Pretty much everyone changes it. It says enu chayv All his chayv is on one, meaning one set of malchus. He says I'm, I don't want it. Importantly, he says I don't want to. Um, he says he doesn't want to eat, and he ends up eating and drinking. Now the fact that he's only one chayv one set of malchus must mean that shdi is like Achila. It's no different to eating and then eating again because he's violated the Shavua. It's all Behelem Echad. It's going to be one problem and therefore it's only Chaib one, one set of Malchus. Because if it was considered distinct and different to it, it should be Chaib two different things. So it must be shdi is like Achila. I'll us add a bit more because you might in the back of your mind think, but one second, maybe you're only Chaib one because shdi is not like Achila Bichlal. And therefore it's not Chaib. This is why I want to show you the Rush got I've got a bit, of, a bit more time today so I'll read it inside. It says, it says um, here, the timer. This is Rashi. Really. Despite the fact that shtiyah is like achila, he's only chayv once. It's like eating and then eating again in one helam. Helam means once they forgetfulness. He didn't realize he made a mistake. That's why he like, no matter how much he ate. If you say bishlam Akhila, if is like achila. It's rich le letana lishmira. That's why the Tanat had to tell us that inu Ila ve If you want to say that what shtiya is not like a mishnis pasul o achel vachal bederech or bekered chaveru it's trich shmira If it's not like achila alone, then you're saying then it should be like someone who makes a shwar to eat, and does a mishnah have to go out of its way to say, oh, by the way, he ate and then go went for a walk, or he ate and then went to visit his friend? Something so removed from it that he's only once, obviously he's not. Meaning the fact that the mission had to come along and teach us, ela must mean that still is, is because otherwise if it wasn't achila, it was something completely different, then obviously he's only one one. It's like saying, I'm not going to eat and then going and, you know, eating and then going for a walk. Obviously he's only one set of Malkus. Why would instead of another set of malchus for, uh, for going for a walk? They aren't connected. That's an attempted proof. However, Chavraya Amrim says no. Um... Here, again, we have to, um, uh, it says, here, we just, just, it says, Eino Chayv Ela Achat. Here, here you don't say Eino We have to take this out. In other words, again, Shinnu Gursar, the grass is, Tzarech, Tzarech Lomar, he says, Chavraya Amrin Kamei reybiossi. So the Chavraya, the Talmud said before Reh he says, that they said as follows, what about Amrin Debatra? Well, if you're going to bring a proof for that Mishnah, bring, let's look at the Seifa. It says, Shvosh Lo Ochel Ve'eshteh. If someone says, I don't want to eat or drink, and eats and drinks, it says there. The fact that he says, now if you say, then why do you say the same thing again? So the Gemara, now again, Girsa says, meaning now he responds, says, no, you've got it wrong. The difference in that case is he says, I'm not I don't, he said, I don't want to eat i making to say, and I make a shvua not to drink. Because he said it explicitly, it's no different to this case. Let's say he's got, there's a person who has two loaves in front of him. If he says, I don't want to eat this one and I don't want to eat this one, In other words, stipulated specifically each one of them, then clearly it doesn't matter if he ate it all. And it's two acts of a khila, It doesn't matter. Since he specifically said this one and this one, a shvua lands, two separate shvua land on each and every one. So therefore, here too, despite the fact we normally say is bechalal And if he says shvua lo achel, and he drinks, he's violating his shvua because he said loachal velo shata. It says shvua shalo velo sh ve, 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 and also meaning he's not going to eat or drink it's as, it's as if he's making a shvua on two different kikarim, on two different actions, so there's two distinct different shvua. So you can't simply, so you don't use it as a proof to say shdi is like akhila. So that seemed to be, this proof seems to hold. Reb proof seems to hold from the world of shvua. But let's continue now. Rav Hananiya b'shem Reb Pinchas, shama la He learns it from here. So v'shlo ochal v'achal, ochlim she'enu l'akhila, Mashkim she'enu raoim l'shtira, shtia Patur. If someone says, makes a shvua not to eat, and he eats food that's um, not edible, or drinks food that's not drinkable, we say he's patur, because that's not considered achila and shtiyah. Ah, now what does Rabbi Hanania, uh, well, Rabbi Pinchas really say, he says, im shata mashkim shulitzi But you see, the fact that it says he's patur is because he drank drinks that are not fit for consumption. Mashima, if it was fit for consumption, he would have violated the shvua against eating. So you see shtia, is So, um, is, um, it says law Isn't this then? Isn't this talking about it when he made a shua not to eat? So the Gemara says, you know that works. Nihabanita dunan. That's according to our reading makes sense. Uh, that what? That teaches that in the Mishnah, in that in that case, shwa shal'ochal. Baram Karebi, not karebi. di inun ammar, another curious change here. Deinun amar shua salochal, bash you don't have a proof. In other words, according to our reading of it. <laughs> um, that, the our reading of, that it says that the Shvorshiloh the, then, that Mishnah, well, that makes a lot of sense. It's a good proof. However, he has a different reading of that Mishnah. According to his reading, you don't have a good proof. Okay. okay. <laughs> Rav Chinana Rav Chinana tried to bring proof from here. <laughs> if someone ate or drank Behelim what's this referring to? This is referring to on Yom Kippur. If someone ate and drank in one state of forgetfulness, he didn't know it was Yom Kippur, he's only chaiting one korba. You see here that is it's not considered two different actions because it's only once. Okay, don't so keep it. That's another problem. Rav Abab Mari says It says lo achalti beoni This is talking about is part of the vidui masroh, where he comes and says, "I didn't eat masersheni in the state of aninut." Oh, but he's allowed to He's allowed to drink. The fact that Mr. The obviously not. So the fact that the um, the Torah the part of the video is the use of to really up- encompass both drinking as well, must imply that is bchalachliya. Now we take a, we digress slightly for a moment. It says, k'manda Baram k'manda eshte vachal So what we say is as follows. In other words, if someone makes a shvua that he's not going to eat, and then he drinks, that makes a lot of sense to be chayev, because is bchalachliya. However, someone who makes a shvua not to drink and then he goes ahead and eats, well, he wouldn't be a, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be chayev. Why? Because we say, sh'tiyah is bichal al We can say a khila, eating, is a broad term that consumes both solid and liquid consumption. Fine. However, sh'tiyah is a more specific term which only is consumption of liquids and not anything solid. And therefore, if someone makes a sure not to drink, it wouldn't, and he started eating foods, that wouldn't be a violation of the shuah. Okay? That was a, a little piece here of grass that should actually go bit further up in the G'sugia, to be connected to the discussion of Shvor. Okay, and then the Gemara will continue tomorrow, it by Mashmi Minhada, we're gonna try and bring proof from other places, and we continue with the discussion in the session tomorrow, with uh, again Achila, Shtia, and Sicha, related to Ma'as Hishin. Okay. Rabbi, please remind me, who's allowed to eat the Ma'as Hishini? Um Who's allowed to eat? You should eat it. You should, you should be tired when you eat it. Anyone's allowed to eat it, and there shouldn't be an Oynan either, and it should be eaten in your Shulayim. Anyone, not, not simply your family. Um, well, we said you can, you can, you can do manat we said, meaning manat we said, you can invite people to eat it with you, if you like. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Okay, twelve. So have a good day. Thanks so much.